If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Lucid's Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations, and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have within you the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, the rules of the road. But before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey wrote 24 volumes of literature, and those 24 volumes of literature are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought also comes from the works of Alice Bailey. The wisdom which expresses relationship to God the rules of the road which guide our wandering footsteps back to the Father's home, and the teaching which brings revelation have ever been the same down the ages and are identical with that which Christ taught. This body of inner truths and this wealth of divine knowledge have existed since time immemorial. Well, that's kind of shocking to me. I always looked at uh, Christ. In fact, uh, I, I was taught uh, uh, in school, in parochial school, that Christ was the great inv- innovator, the great educator, the one who brought all of these truths about finding the way back to the Father, to mankind. So I'm curious about, uh, it, it mentions in the Alice Belly quote, it goes back, these truths go back to, and teachings go back to time immemorial. Well, yes, Christ was perhaps the, um, the supreme embodiment of these ancient truths but there have been other teachers down through the ages because I don't know if it's the Bible some great teaching says that God has never left himself without witness and I would assume that early humanity before the time of Christ had teachers that were appropriate for the time and the culture and um The point of this opening statement by Alice Bailey is that the rules are timeless and they are something deeply fundamental just to the basic nature of 
human spiritual development. I find that reassuring. It it ties in with the theme of the program we uh, had last week about the ageless wisdom and the all-pervasive sense of spiritual truth that is found within so many of the different esoteric traditions of the world's religions and in masonry and in the uh, esoteric societies that have uh, come and gone over the ages. There's a timelessness and an all-pervasiveness of spiritual teaching that is always present, always with us, but we have to seek it out. And as the name of this program implies, there are rules. We can't just wing it and we can't just be sort of free form in our approach to the path and hope that we will attain spiritual realization. There are rules and procedures and processes to follow that have been laid down for us by all who have preceded us, and these lead to what is called initiation. Yes, it's it's not unusual that there be rules for the spiritual path because we have rules for the highway out here, and... Uh, <laughs> There are which many disregard <laughs> at their peril <laughs> and um, at everyone else's peril if we disobey the rules of the highway and um, so it's it's only natural that there be certain rules that have been come down through the ages uh, set aside for the uh, spiritual path uh, because these are rules that are set up by um, those who have gone before us and they are intended to make our way a little easier if we follow these rules. If we understand what they have gone through, then uh, it will make our way a little bit easier because they have uh, pioneered and paved the way in a sense. And so they have set up these rules that uh, are a way to, to help us. I guess instead of saying they would make our way easier, I might use a different word, they make our way straighter and clearer, yeah. and yet there there's a great rigorousness to these timeless ancient rules. The uh, saying that the path is a narrow, razor-edged path is very meaningful. It's a narrow, rigid uh, line of development that one must follow that leads between the pairs of opposites, and we've discussed this many a time. It's, again, not something one can just uh, uh, tread lightly and with all kinds of innovations and uh, substitutions and passing certain basic signposts and hoping one can get away with it. There's great discipline and discretion and discrimination required. Mm -hmm. And all of it has to be self-applied. These rules are not imposed by any outside or external authority. They are imposed by the soul, which is ourselves, our higher selves, and therefore they are self-imposed when one feels ready, I think. How does one know one's ready? Well, yeah, that that's the question. Uh, I think uh, when one feels a certain <clears throat> discontent with uh, the way his life or her life is, is going, uh, then uh, there is that moment when one begins to look around for something better a better way or out of this uh, um, sense of futility that one may develop. And the repetition of certain basic experiences over and over again that never seem to mm -hmm. um, 
redeem themselves or to transform themselves, the same old, same old of life experience leads one to a point of ennui and of uh, a kind of a deep fatigue, I think, that then awakens in one the idea that there is another way to live, but it's going to require a transformation of attitudes and of habits and of ways of looking at the world. And that's what these ancient rules of the road refer to. There are six of them, and rule number one is as follows. It says that the road is trodden in the full light of day, thrown upon the path by those who know and lead. Naught can then be hidden, and at each turn of that road a man must face himself. Well, to discuss that, always puts a smile on my face because the first thing I think of is Pogo. You remember Pogo, the cartoon character who said, I've met the enemy and it's us? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what this rule, rule says to me. I've <laughs> met the enemy and it's us. We always like to blame others for our problems. It's you, you who did this to me. You're my big problem. If you would just go away, all would be well. How many times do we say that to people or think it? If only he or she would get out of the universe things would get better. The problem is ourselves and our own perception. Foster Bailey used to say something that I absolutely love. He said, we look out at the world through the front half of our own aura. We look out at life and people and events and relationships through our own fog, our own self-created illusions and glamours and attitudes and habits and customs and desires and perceptions and expectations. And through that, we see everything and project upon them the substance that's in our own aura. This rule is about clearing all of that away. And when one does, then naught can be hidden. And what is revealed is, most of all, oneself. Oneself, yes. And it's uh, <clears throat> as it says, uh, upon every turn of, of the road, a man must face himself. And that's, that's the real hard part when you begin to tread this path uh, back to the Father. Um, as you mentioned earlier, it, you're faced with all the, the illusions and the glamours that have been built up that you have created yourself uh, over the years, over lifetimes, in fact. And these have come with you into this life and all the uh, the habits and the fears and the and all, all of the uh, all of that the glamours and the illusions that you have created down the years suddenly you're faced with all of that and that's kind of a painful turn of events because that's, you have to face the truth and you can't really progress too much further until you begin to be honest with yourself and sit down and say yeah, this is this is a bad habit that I get into, and this is a uh, incorrect way of, of looking at the world and the relationships I have, etc., etc. Light is revealing, isn't it? I mean, um, uh, anybody who's over a certain age knows that they look better in a dimly lit restaurant setting with a pink glow than they do in the full light of the noonday sun. Light is revealing, and what it reveals is not necessarily... Um, all that pretty, but it is reality. And the writings of Alice Bailey speak of the capacity to take the light. 
I don't know if people who are awakening to the spiritual life realize the full implications of light as it pours in into the mind, into the consciousness, into the environment. If you meditate, if you study spiritual texts, you are um, bringing in more light into your life, and that's good. But it is also revealing, and um, it reveals unredeemed substance within yourself that you have to take a look at. If you are really honest, it might reveal elements of character that had been deeply hidden or else ignored in yourself. Uh, It might reveal subtle pride or a kind of a self-satisfaction that verges on the smug. Or it might reveal a deep-seated, quiet hatred or bigotry or separativeness or anger or a hardness of heart or any of those things. They are present in many, many people who are good people but not perfected. And the light of the spiritual way requires that we take a look at um, what we can correct. The point is not to make us suffer, but to reveal to us the way we have to tread, the journey ahead of us. And this light that is cast upon us, it's the source of that light is ultimately the soul first. And uh, it is the quality of the light that suddenly is in stark relief in contrast to the quality of your personality, everyday life, and the quality of the soul, the quality of love from the soul suddenly hits us in the face and and you, you, you realize we can't measure up to that. And that's what's really painful. You really begin to realize that there is a greater love beyond what you are expressing in the world. And right now it's very painful to to give up the old way of loving, for example. So it is the light of the soul and the light of the higher knowledge that comes through the higher mind and the intuition that suddenly is shown upon us. And uh, it's it's a tremendous uh, contrast there. And it's, it's kind of painful because you realize how limited you are and have been. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, the rules of the road. We have a special offer from Luce's Publishing Company, and that's the uh, book entitled The Golden Thread by Natalie Banks. Natalie Banks is a uh, long-time student of Alice Bailey, and she wrote, wrote a book called The Golden Thread, it's, it's a brief but remarkably expansive view of the ageless wisdom, traces its origins to the ancient world, religions and ancient religions, myths, both of the East and the West, and its development throughout history. This book is an excellent introduction to the ageless ri- wisdom as written in the 24 books by Alice Bailey. Now, the special offer comes in the form of free shipping and handling, so the book is only $6.00 title of the book, once again, is called The Golden Thread, and um, our topic today relates very strongly to this book and the information in the book. So to order this book, to take advantage of the special offer, uh, send a check or money order, $6, ask for The Golden Thread, and make a little notation uh, when you send it to us, uh, saying that you heard about the offer on Inner Sight, 
and send your check or money order, $6, to Lucis Publishing Company. Lucis is L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Once again, mention Inner Sight when you send it to us. It's Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's to, uh, to get the book called The Golden Thread. And if you'd like to order other books, of course, we um, we explore all 24 volumes of literature um, by Alice Bailey. The one that I started off with was the autobiography of Alice Bailey. And uh, then I next I took a book called Ponder on This. But if you want to order other books or cassette tapes of the radio shows, schedule of meditation meetings, or a package of general information, contact us at one 695 once again, one eight six 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 nine five eight two four seven. The easy way to remember it is one eight six six NY Lucis. Think of one eight six six New York Lucis. Our website www.lucistrust.org. And there's a lot of information about Lucis Trust on the website. And uh, the main reason people seem to key into our website is to listen to the previously archived radio or library of radio shows. So once again, website www.lucistrust.org. And we appreciate your donations. That's what keeps us on the air. And um, uh, thank you very much because we certainly enjoy doing these shows for you. And it's, um, it's, very, it's our thanks to you and our appreciation to you for doing that because uh, your support shown in the form of your tax-free donations to us is what keeps us going. So thank you once again. Uh, donations also can be sent to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. I was thinking that, uh, uh, of course, we explore many great uh, spiritual leaders on this show, but I was thinking of the comment by Christ, the kingdom of God uh, is within, when he said the kingdom of God is within us, Perhaps, uh, when I, as I've listened to you uh, talking about the rules of the road and Foster Bailey mentioning that uh, uh, we perceive things through uh, uh, foggy glasses, so to speak, uh, perhaps the idea is, uh, maybe what Christ meant is that we, if we reach divine consciousness, perhaps, that, is that what he meant? That perhaps then we've got it right and we're home with the Father and home with divinity at that point. Well, when he said the kingdom of God is within you, he meant that the power to... Um attain our salvation, in a sense, is within us. It doesn't lie in an external source. Divinity is present within every human being. God is both imminent within every human being and transcendent, greater than the created world and all that lives within it. So that, to me, says that we have the source of our own salvation, our own evolution within us, and that's the light we're speaking of that we must draw upon and apply to the way we live our lives and uh, live in relationship to others. Light is not only cast upon oneself, it's cast upon one's environment and the people around us. And as this light of the spiritual path grows brighter, we begin to see other people in a different light also. If you could say that until one really starts to seriously awakened spiritually, one has lived in a kind of a half-light and with a kind of 
dreamlike uh, reliance on impressions and vague um, theories and suppositions, but not really a sense of the reality of life. And the light that pours in as one undertakes meditation and spiritual study is, is quite different. It reveals. It reveals oneself. It reveals others. And it reveals the way that we have to tread. So we have to be brave in a sense and not give up on ourselves or on what we see in others. It should awaken, if anything, a greater love for ourselves and for others. Yes, and that's the uh, that's the real task because um, reaching for that greater love is uh, well, the the soul is is what provides the uh, the fuel for that. It provides the incentive. It gives us the capacity to reach out towards that greater love because um, that that's where the greater love is is found first of all. Because it's the, the soul is the reflection of the greater love of God, and um, so it's it's searching back for that the golden thread that we talked about mm-hmm. the golden thread that ta- follows it right back to the soul and back to God, and um, the soul it is you that is really tre- uh, treading this path, and uh, if you follow that golden thread. It will, um, it will take you right back to the source. To me, it's also saying that you are, by doing so, recapturing the rest of yourself, in a sense. You're reclaiming your, your full identity. Alice Bailey said that a clearer vision of oneself is needed. She said, be not so occupied with your personality. Seek more frequently the company of the soul which hides and veils and yet reveals the hidden glory of the Spirit. What you see, she said, is your faults, and your faults are there, as are the faults of all upon the way. Many pass much time and thus slow down their active spiritual development by an undue, unseemly interest in focusing on their liabilities and limitations and on the liabilities and limitations they perceive in everybody around them. She said, recognize this and then pass on. These liabilities and limitations are not all you have to show. They don't give the entire picture. The soul, which each of us is, is already on its own level perfect, according to the ageless wisdom. So we are in a process of reconnecting the innate divinity with the outer... uh, materialization that we have created through living if that's how you can mm-hmm. describe the personality as a materialization uh, yes it is a materialization and that's uh, <clears throat> that's the way it should be uh, but um, there comes a point when that materialization and the focus on it and the power that that uh, material energy and force uh, uh, have over the soul that eventually has to give way, and we have to uh, um, develop the inner capacity of the love and the light of the soul, and that will give us the greater capacity to to uh, become released from the uh, heavier material existence. And it's the um, it's the material <coughs> stones, if you will, on the path that uh, kind of block our way, and we have to kind of 
work our way through these uh, stones that we keep tripping over. We don't focus so much on them. Uh, in other words, you don't try to push all the stones aside because that just gives all those those stones a lot of energy. And uh, so, But the idea is to find the straight and narrow path that leads through the pathway of these all these uh, stones, which are simply the illusions and glamours that we have created ourselves. There's a second rule of the road that probably applies here. It says, Upon the road the hidden stands revealed. Each sees and knows the villainy of each, and yet there is with that great revelation no turning back, no spurning of each other, no shakiness upon the road. The road goes forward into day. That rule comes as a surprise to many of us because it says each sees and knows the villainy of each. That sounds so harsh. But if you look up the word villain in the dictionary, it means a resident of a villa, which is a country home. And so what we're talking about when we speak of a villain is a kind of a country bumpkin, um, someone who is not particularly polished or sophisticated. That's a good word for the personality on its own level, the outer creation that we have built over eons of incarnations. The soul, the, the perfected spiritual being that is our true nature, is on its own level already perfect, but the creation of the personality from the word persona, the mask that we present to the world, is not so perfect. It's still a work in progress. And that's what we see when we when the rule says each sees and knows the villainy of each and yet there is no spurning of each other. We are all in this together and we all need the the support and the companionship of our fellow travelers. There's a great compassion suggested in that rule, I think. Well, yes, you see the villainy of the other person because you have that same villainy within yourself and that's why you can identify with it. Um, so it's, um, it, it's you, you can't uh, throw you know, the darts at the other person because you, you have the same, same problems in yourself and that's what has to be um, let go of. And so that's, um, that's another of the, of the stones on the road. Criticism is probably one of the major aspects of uh, the path that makes uh, the way so difficult for all of us. Alice Bailey said a spirit of criticism induces more states of glamour than any other. And here she said, who shall say he's immune? She said, you frequently, by criticizing people, are enforcing a kind of a thought form that you have about them that is not necessarily who they really are. It's how you perceive them. And by speaking of it and constantly focusing on it, you're reinforcing an illusion that you may very well hold of the person. If there is some truth to it, what you're criticizing, you may be reinforcing something that they are struggling mightily to overcome. And they need your loving, silent support, not your constant focusing on something that they may be perfectly aware of and doing their best to... Uh, to rectify so there are there are many pitfalls to the road and these are just a couple of the rules perhaps we can continue the discussion another time 
Please take advantage of the special offer from Lucis Publish- Publishing Company, and that's uh, the book upon which this uh, show is based, The Golden Thread, by Natalie Banks. And um, what you need to do in order to take advantage of this offer, a special offer comes in the form of free shipping and handling, what you need to do is send a check or money order, $6, to Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis, Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. It's uh, Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Our toll-free number, if you need to contact us, is 1-866-695-8247. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, Let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.